0: Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood, this is SoFlowRadio.com. Running
1: for political office is extremely expensive unless you win,
2: and it's unheard of to do it with your own money. Yeah, what does he know about politics?
3: That is not the point. He's trying to do some good with his money. Look, I finally figured this whole thing out. That's why he gets so upset when he makes a profit, because it makes him feel guilty. He's trying to do the right thing for once in his life.
2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Groovathon. I am Tony C., of course. I am joined by the master, the man who makes sure that our groove is Satney Smooth Grandmaster Master Flash, say hello to... Oh, he's smelling it, baby. Smelling like a felon. There it is. Mm-hmm. Los churches. Oh! That's a good thing. Of course, every Grooveathon centers around an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in and downloading here in America and around the world, y'all! All Got stuff going on all over the place, of course. I get to live the dream. It makes me very grateful. How's your week, man? How's, how's things going? I saw you a couple days ago. I backed yeah. up everything. I'm very I feel so much better now. I'm stressed. I I have less stress in my life now that I got that terabyte thing. it's so oh, all yeah, my music up. is on another thing. Oh thank you.
1: external hard drive.
2: There's nothing
1: that nothing like it. You plug it into your port, you drag it. I love it. Your stuff
2: into it. I know. This is the thing, though. I need you and fifteen-year-old like girls to tell me how to program everything. I don't know how to do anything on my phone unless I my friend and have her daughter do it for me. I, I,
1: I have a daughter who actually did work in tech support for a while, but I get to not be embarrassed because I taught her her ABCs on a computer. <laughs> she will be the last living person to remember the DOS operating system. <laughs> I showed her I everything. I was
2: Fortran the other day.
1: Everything that she knows about computers, she learned on my lap, and I was her tech support until a certain age before she surpassed me, so she can never have an attitude, because she had the head start in life, <laughs> thanks to me. Thanks you know, to now you. I don't feel bad. Honey! <laughs> Come and code my shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got lots of stuff. I'll tell you, you know, just to get this out of the way, you know, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. I don't know what to say. There's, the, I Hats seeing, off. Hats off. Hats off to Muhammad Ali. I would pour Ali, a 40, but
1: the carpet. One of
2: the great Americans. No not, question. Not in this century. Just one of the sure. great Americans. End of sentence. And
1: there's some people who the draft dodger. Everything. I read what he had to say about that. Yeah. He was
2: conscientiously objecting.
1: Yeah. And forget I, about. Forget I about the fact that he was a draft more. dodger.
2: Think about the fact that, yeah. unlike none, he was a draft dodger. But you know what he gave up? Three years at the height, yeah. of his career, and I mean the height. He was in his late twenties when that took place. He he was his mid to late. He was 25 sure. to 28 years old when he did that. He literally could have. Doubled his income.
1: You saw the George Carlin routine that he did when he was uh, introducing him. I was on uh, on a show. George Carlin did an intro. No, he said uh, Muhammad Ali's here. He's uh, you know, I'm gonna call him that because that's what he wants to be called. He's he's a fighter, and, uh, right? And but he also said he said uh, he, you know he's back at he's back at fighting. Apparently, you know, he's good at beating people up. And the government said we want you to kill people. And he said no, that's where I draw the line. So they said, well, we're not gonna let you beat people up
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs>
2: until you're great. willing
1: to kill people for us. So now <laughs> they got it resolved and they let him beat people up again.
2: That was one of those things I saw. Osborne said, you know, if guns don't if, if people kill people and not guns, how come we send all of our soldiers off to kill people with guns? Why, why do our soldiers have guns? Why don't we just send the people? <laughs> guns, guns make it easier. It, it does. The labor In success. any event, Muhammad Ali the great. I remember seeing one of these lists where they wanted uh, the, the greatest athlete, the greatest living athlete. And everybody said Michael Jordan. I was like, hey, excuse me, there's only one guy whose nickname is the Greatest. <laughs> And that's Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Okay. So you can't. That's it. He's got his own list. Sure. He's, he's a member of his own. That's it. Right. It. That's it.
1: We saw. You see the footage. Oh. You know, I'm not a boxing fan or anything, but pictures of him. I've seen some of the
2: pictures of him where there's one where he's leaning back and the guy is taking sure. a punch, tra- swinging well, at him, and he's just missing. It. And it's just that pose. You that could see a, a
1: montage of him dodging blows, and it's not just that he does it so. Frequently, it's how and beautifully he, usually, he does. It. Beautifully, because he he avoids them by just enough every time. I know he, he either backs up or just moves just enough as if he knows exactly where, where the punch the is, the punch is going to go, as if it were a choreographed dance that they had practiced over and over again. Absolutely, uh, it, it looks. It, he makes it it's really look uncanny. like Bruce Lee. Every after boxer training. since then has been, by comparison to me, to my eyes, a brute strength, the the ability to deal and endure punishment.
2: He, he was the last one. He it may was, have been the last beautiful like fighter. Smoke, you, you know, know the, yeah. sweet, the, the, the sweet science. He may have been the last beautiful it, fighter. It, right. It was. I, I mean, it's really amazing. You just like he just moves. He moves with the. the you fist. see pictures of his hands he moves with the his fist. Hands yeah. are like five times the size. Yeah of like everybody else.
1: Yeah, it's a, that's a hambo.
2: In any event, we got lots of stuff to get to today. Trust me when I tell you that. I got Senator Orrin Hatch's contempt prior to investigation. Hey, guess what? OPEC is what? dead. Oh. The death of OPEC. I've got this one for you. I'm going to tell you why okay. it's both good and bad. Because it's kind of, it's sort of good and sort of not good. You know, if, right. it's, it's got, if it's oil, I'm on it. I'm on right it if it. it's got oil. It. Also, the ballot box versus the bullet box, which I thought was interesting, a little later on. Yo, George, me and you—we're gonna try and figure out why Trump still matters. We—we we have to do. This. We're gonna—we're just gonna brainstorm it and try and figure it out. I—I I don't know. We're gonna get anywhere with it. I don't think we will. This
1: is gonna be exciting, cause you know, I both, can't figure both it out. Of, both of the lead lead candidates are in trouble with the law. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: fought the law and they kicked its ass, apparently. Oh. <laughs> so, plus I got the twelve tone masters and some. Uh, Duval, Wisdom, and Costner Action from Open Range. couple of cuts from one of my all-time favorite westerns. Open Range is great. I've been, I've been getting into modern westerns. Uh, open Range, Appaloosa, 310 okay. to Yuma. Those you know, Appaloosa, great movie. If you haven't seen it, really fabulous. But Open Range, Gunfight, getting it out, one of the best ever. Of course, all of that's going to be surrounded by two hours the greatest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. And I am spanning the globe, baby. It is just past 2 o'clock, and the only Hollywood that matters anymore. Where is that Hollywood? Florida. That means it's just past 8 o'clock in the morning on the Big Island. Shout out to the Cahoo District. Just past 7 o'clock in Lisbon, St. Anne's in Lisbon, Portugal. Shout out to Western Europe. Y'all, Yo, are you about ready to kick this peppy off? I'm up? ready. Oh, uh, Simo gets us going on the Groovat on SoFloRadio.com. <sighs>
4: is Sonic. Sunny Sunny am Uganda. Welcome to the club at the Stick
5: The International Matthias Bammert Society presents Arnie Schoenberg and his second Viennese school. Yes, friends, the International Matthias Bammert Society proudly presents its first exciting new album containing 187 of the all time greatest hits from the beloved 12 tone masters. You get selections like Moonstruck from Schoenberg's Pierre Lunaire. You
4: find
5: Or this catchy melody from Berg's Altenberg Lieder. And remember this from the romantic second movement of the symphony by Webern. Just think, music lovers, all of the most popular 12-tone rows that only this morning you were whistling in the shower or humming on your way to work, complete in one collection, including the immensely popular pieces for orchestra by the same genie like the delightful three pieces for orchestra of Alban Berg. The tuneful five pieces of Arnold Schoenberg. And, of course, everybody's favorite, the six, uh, six pieces for orchestra of Anton Weber. Alban, Arnold, and Anton, three of the greatest composers. How many times have we been stunned by the virtuoso violin writing in Alban's Violin Concerto? Or the rich melodic invention in Arnold's Klung Farben And who could forget this powerful moment in 12-tone enjoyment? Or this tender, loving passage in Alban's unfinished opera, Lulu? Nein! Nein! Ah! ah, but that's not all. As an added surprise, there's a guest appearance from Igor Stravinsky. friends 187 full-length hits on one giant stereo LP not sold in stores so order now all selections are performed by some of the biggest names in the biz today names like Pierre Boulez Yasha Heifetz, Leonard Bernstein Vladimir Horowitz, Reggie Jackson Idi Amin, Monty Python and of course the master himself Matthias Behmert remember the waltz? How about this one from Arnie's Variations Opus 31 Let's dance. This one record collection is at incredible value for only $15.99. Eight-track or cassette tapes only, $17.99. And $12.99 for easy-to-carry 78 shellacks. In manual sequence, of course. If you order before midnight tonight, you'll also receive at no additional charge the complete recorded discography of Matthias Bammer. All two records. Here's how to order
6: my composure when all sorts of doors fall for exposure released in veins and the brains increase when I let off make a wish and blow the smoke off my piece unloaded unfolding the bombs are exploding and the mic that I'm holding is golden callers cause the wire caught fire like a fuse gunpowder and the flash bruise is a it. the outcome is there so listen here's the brief description of boom the flame the smoke ass and dust to dust contact is compact when I bust MC's are now in a massacre a disaster a mass a beat to death to a pole to a can't punk. Speakers ain't saying nothing, not a bulky thump. As I'm looking, I stand like builders in Brooklyn. Then the stage is took in, had this struck, that could project the whole core. Keep a touch of the mic when you're holding yours. Huffing and puffing and slobbing and droolin'. Nothing's pumping, who do you think you're fooling? Tommy Tucker, the neighborhood sucker. What you wanna do is pick up a tempo. From what I've been so hard not to fight But you can't prevent so you start to kidnap I watch the kid rap When he get off he know he shouldn't have did that Minor old timer, weak rhymer, stay in line up You won't be inclined to go so yo Maybe later you're gonna be But for now, you're almost one of me Not an image of imitation Taken from origination Made by chasing in a little erasure So perform if you still ain't born Maybe after a rope by the host With the most, is a musical massacre Get off the mic We'll don't even try, keep quiet Like a storm, you can rain but a riot Remains a gang's power, just like the tower inferno The beat's gonna burn, so Distance is kept, you better watch The steps, volunteers won't come here and get you out of the flames, preheat the temperature Change, anywhere, within the Range of Celsius, Fahrenheit on the mic, Mike Melsian, burn soon As a fell, see torches, scorching Mike piping hot, steaming, who's Scheming, now you're not James Brown, must Have been dusted, disgusted Now he can't be trusted, If born with fluids static and cause explosion in fact impacts closing and time is up so i am the time bomb beat give me the heat scope, but i rhyme calm. pull out the tools sometimes i want to break through, but i was cool like one of the chamber let's play a game on uh. rhyme a roulette and put me up to your brain to name a rhyme about your clout one mistake you're out. If it's a demonstration, it can't be the same show. Maybe you 2 fly somewhere over the rainbow. Courage, heart, and brains. You need rhymes. Turn on your mics, snap your fingers, three times. Be gone, or the story won't end the same, and you'll feel the flame. The potion was weak. Make another antidote. What the science? Why can't you quote elements for musical intelligence? Rhymes of development, no development. That that settles. A gold manufacturer, a master me after a blast of a master that has to make musical massive. Get on the mic
2: funkiest white guy out there. We love that shit. We, we yes, yes. That, Station to Station, Low, all oh, those albums. What's not to like? What's not to like? It? This is when George goes, I've got to put the headphones on because the, the, stereo, the stereo. Separation in Bowie's songs. Bowie's separation. That's it. He does. He does the, get that. The attention to claps.
1: detail. I want to really. They went to the,
2: all the trouble. He did. <laughs> he, he, used, he not only wrote great it. music, but he, he got it right <laughs> in the studio at the same freaking time. Before that, Eric B. and Rakim Musical Master from Follow the Leader. Those guys, you know, they're my favorites. I love them. I can listen to them all day long. 12-Tone Masters. I told you it's funny stuff. That is, uh, you know, shout out Uh to my brother Dan who sent that to me years ago. And there's a Christmas album version of it. Okay, another commercial for the 12-Tone Masters Christmas Special, their Christmas album. I got in touch with the uh, (laughs) – guy who used to be the classical buyer for Tower Records when I was there. A guy named Gene Gadet, And he's the one that let me know. I didn't know there was another one. So I've asked him to dig that one up for me. So you can look forward to that bit of humor in the holidays later this year. Before that, Speedometer at the Speakeasy. The original is from their album, Solar Groove in Live. But that is the Flow Dynamics remix. I went through a, uh, I went a bit of a freestyle remix kick. Over the last couple of weeks, I went through I went through like two simultaneous kicks at the same time. I went through a Jeff Beck kick and a Flow Dynamics lack of Afro kick simultaneously. So that explains the groove, of Don. Because as I've said before, we are a genre. There is no genre, and kicking it off, rock and roll by definition. Simo Becky's last occupation that is from his brand new CD, "Let Love Show the Way." JD Simo is one of these guitar. Uh, fanatics. He's got like you know the original fifty eight discs, and he's all these guys were into guitars. Uh, he knows them all. He's a big guitar guy, and he's on tour right now. If you get a chance to see uh, the band Simo, absolutely right in your face rock and roll by definition. I mean, it's just it's incredible rock and roll. So <laughs> what happened this week? Well, I can't I can't hold off. First things first. Yes, I've got a brand new word for everybody. All right, all right here it all is. Right. All right, here we go. Super beta prostolistic expialidocious, and it's defined as when you can't figure out what to say until you've taken a dump. Okay, that's what I mean. Told you, didn't matter if oh, I told you earlier. I knew you. You know, even if you're fake laughing, it's still that's, that's, super beta prostolistic expialidocious. So there you go. That's my word. I know it's it's both it's, a mouth and I, a colon full.
1: I I can't wait for the commercial.
2: Yeah. That was the, what's the, uh, the SNL commercial super colon blow yeah, yeah. with 5,000 more times fiber than fiber one, not enough ultra super colon blow it's a picture of Tony, the tiger taking a dump or something like that. Well, as I spotted, uh, is it? Is it, I think it's Rachel Ray. I'm, I can't be sure she's talking about, uh, doing an ad for dog food and she's talking about how it's got all natural ingredients, including, but not limited to not just chicken. Slow yeah. roasted chicken. It's slow roasted, cause you know dogs appreciate yeah. the slow roasting of the chicken, baby. Not the chicken, it's the slow roasting. I like mine. Sure. My, my, you know, I'm pretty sure that dogs. And this is this isn't just like by itself. It's amidst all the other flavors as well.
6: Sure. You
2: know, put a little honey glazed chicken in there. Well, I know dogs.
1: You know, if the kitchen, if the uh, chicken is a little underdone, you know, they
2: won't touch <laughs> it. They won't touch it. They just look away. So, some of the things that actually do matter. Um, this one caught my eye. Gun Advocate says only voter ID can prevent right-wing armed insurgencies. First thing I thought of was, you know, smoking a barrel, only you can prevent forest fires. I don't know why that popped into my head, but it did. Um, let me see what the quote is. It's uh, – if states do not implement voter ID laws to prevent widespread, quote-unquote, voter fraud mm-hmm. at the ballot box this November, right-wing gun advocates will have to resort, quote, to the bullet box, according to Larry Pratt, the executive director of gun owners – For America, Pratt, the leader of an organization that's more extreme on guns than the National Rifle Association, said during his radio program on Saturday that if Democrats win the presidential election and nominate an anti-gun rights Supreme Court justice, firearms owners will have to, quote, resort to the bullet box. Mm -hmm. That's very good. I like that. I like the the freedom and the constitutional the the, the strict adherence to, con- to the constitutional that yes. whole the, the embracing of democracy there. I, hey, if I don't get what I want, I'm going to kill you.
1: I have I have an answer to that. <clears throat> I think we need to form a a left of center political organization. For guns, for gun owners. For, what right for 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 not but not just gun owners the, that GOA they're, they're more gun intensive than the sure. NRA? Okay, well, we need to be more intensive than they are, alright? So, uh, our group, our left to center group advocates the ownership of not only all of the guns, fully automatic weapons, uh, you, you know, tripod mounted M1s, tanks, artillery pieces, hand grenades, bazookas, light tank weapons, etc. Okay. If the military is allowed to have it, uh, drones, uh, you know, weaponized drones, I think that the right, people... And we know that the military has it, so yeah, guess what? Sure. You
2: you should you should have to like you should have to register everything? I feel
1: everything. That, that that according to the Second Amendment, that I should be able to allow to own any weapon that I can afford to purchase and carry to See, my I home. Got no,
2: you know, this is one of those. Because, things- and,
1: and here's why. And here's why. This is the most important part. I feel very threatened by right wing lunatics with guns, <laughs> so I I feel the need to protect myself.
2: You know, I got no problem with people owning guns, but I I look at it like if you want to own a fifty caliber tripod mm-hmm. mounted gun because that's what you're yes. do. I got no problem with that except I think it should be treated the same way as a person. You know, if you drive a regular car you get a license, but if you want to drive a tractor trailer you have to get a special license. Right. Great, get a special prove to me that you're responsible enough to own this well, gun. Well, that
1: that is the fine, uh, the God, law. Certainly. Current. You can have fully automatic weapons if you get the appropriate license. That's
2: okay. Well, yeah. good. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I'm I'm okay. He said that I didn't say this would happen. But I would say that that's why we have a second amendment. Yes, yeah. that that's why. That's yep. why we have a Second Amendment. I think we have a Second Amendment
1: to protect ourselves from right wing lunatics.
2: <laughs> if elections are compromised, that could happen. I don't think we're at that point. We haven't lost much. We haven't lost that much control. I don't think of the electoral process. That's the whole thing. He's literally saying that as, as the minute that they don't have the majority, then it's you know to the mattress. They have to go to the mattresses essentially. That's, that's what this guy is contending. So, you know what? Hey, Mr. Pratt, fuck you. <laughs> I, I think that pretty much cuts it. Yeah, what else we got over here? Well, an anti, you know, in the gun, he, he's sticking, sticking with right-wingers using guns to get things done, anti-LGBT bigot James Dobson implies men should shoot trans women in restrooms. And his quote was, man up and shoot them. That's what he said. If you're mar- if, quote, If you're a married man with any gumption, Mm -hmm. Surely you will defend your wife's privacy and security in restroom facilities. If you're a dad, I pray, I pray you will protect your little girls from men who walk in unannounced, unzip their pants and urinate in front of them. If this happened 100 years ago, someone might have been shot. Where is today's manhood? God help us!
5: I think
1: that's exactly how they went to the bathroom a hundred years ago. I'm pretty, they just they just uncinched the cinch.
2: Right, a hundred years ago, yeah, a hundred years just, ago, uh, then you couldn't take it. Right, really, you weren't allowed to take a piss in front of her. Go. On the other hand, you could, you know, marry her. Oh, you rape him. Yeah, you can yeah. impregnate him Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, let me see. We got uh, this one. This one always cracks me up. This this is one of those things where it's the mistake that they they. You know, he gets out by accident. Senator Orrin Hatch reacts to meeting with Merrick Garland before it occurs. This was from the Salt Lake Tribune um, letter, a fabricated story from a U.S. senator. Quote, perhaps it remains to be seen whether basically what Senator Hatch did, Senator Orrin Hatch, who was on the judicial committee, I might add, in the Senate, um he had a meeting set up with uh, Merrick Garland, who is Obama's nominee for the unfilled yeah. Yeah. Right. seat on SCOTUS, and so he had a meeting set up with him and wrote an editorial and a letter okay, regarding his meeting with Merrick Garland. The problem, of course, is that he wrote and published the letter prior to actually meeting with... Merrick Garland and the Salt Lake Tribune said perhaps it remains to be seen whether Senator Hatch is a time traveler or simply a mendacious liar Mm -hmm. with a seat in the Senate Judiciary Committee but any newspaper with journalistic integrity would have noted such a laughable inconsistency because there's a smaller paper that printed the letter on its website prior to his meeting Yeah, the classic case of contempt prior to investigation. This is truly what ideological intransigence looks like in the modern age. I don't give a shit whether or not he's the right guy for the job. He's being nominated by a Democrat. I'm against it. That's literally what Orrin Hatch, who's been in the Senate for what, 150 years? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's like <laughs> the new John Stennis, <laughs> Senator Stennis, you know? Yeah. What was that old thing? It's like a guy, the guy wants to take a vote, but he can't hear. He's like, death. Eh? He's deaf. It was a great joke from uh Robert Klein. He goes he, he you know, all of his all of his helpers, you know, they, they have to put the dinner bell right up to his, his ear. It's a dinner time gong right by his ear. <laughs> um as usual, Kansas getting brown backed. Getting it in the brown back <laughs> right again. You know, I normally try and go for like three, four, five shows in between Kansas you're talking yeah. about it. Good you can't no, Kansas Democrats start petition for special session. Now, what happened here, as I spoke about a few weeks ago, remember, mm-hmm. they had to cancel I guess ninety one million. and I said, and I asked you, I said, where do you think that money's coming from, and you guessed it right off the bat it's coming from where?
1: Taxpayers? No. <laughs> 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 nice
2: try where Where are they taking those funds from? I I give up. Education. Oh, of course. Oh, sorry. Education. They hate that. They hate it. Kansas Democratic lawmakers have been circulating a petition to force a special legislative session to address school funding. The move comes after the Kansas Supreme Court rejected the legislature's latest attempt to enact a constitutionally equitable school funding system and kept a June 30 deadline, which raises the possibility that schools could have to close if the date passes without further funding legislative action in a joint letter sent. And basically, it's the minority leaders. You have to understand, the Kansas legislature is just basically predominantly Republican. Mm -hmm. So the minority leaders of the House and Senate in Kansas each penned this letter. And uh, basically... They began collecting signatures to force the governor to call a special session. The petition would have to be signed by two-thirds of the members of each chamber to succeed. The legislature is dominated by Republicans. Due to your inaction – this is what the letters are – due to your inaction and the failure of Republican leadership to address the needs of our schools during the regular session, we're invoking Article 5, Section 1 of the Kansas Constitution. They have a constitution in Kansas, in case you didn't know that. Uh, yeah,
1: every state does. <laughs> have a constitution your a yeah. state constitution Oh, I'm
2: dying. I, yeah. I just thought I just thought Kansas might yes. might have abolished it at some point or another. Yes, but
1: it's an incontinent constitution, but <laughs> well, Kansas, don't worry yeah. about
2: that. You can get some super beta prolistic expialudocious <laughs> and get it out there. That's called a setup. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you silver plattering now one for me. God bless. So Kansas doing it again, brownback. It's the worst experiment. You know, it's it's literally a living breathing ongoing experiment slash disaster and what happens when you say trickle down is going to work
1: oh, yeah, yeah. that's basically it. he's yeah, like yeah. look
2: we're just going to cut taxes to all the people who yeah. the business create the job creators they're job creators that's what they're they're job creators yeah. this is one of those things I've always hated when people are like you know Mexico and China are taking our jobs away. no they're not you gave them to them bitch you don't I want it. If you didn't want your me. shit manufactured over there for less cost than it is here, you'd have just said, "I'll charge more and keep and keep people hired," which would be fine because then they'd all have more money and be able to afford your products, and they'd be working. You see how that works? Like, these people do not. What else is going on now? Uh, let me see. Hey, OPEC. This one I liked. I caught this one the other day. Um, one of the guys, uh, the analysts from Oppenheimer, um, who've been around for a while, and they're generally. Um, Oppenheimer is a, uh, a brokerage house um, that specializes um, – well, they're not a boutique. They do all kinds of things, but they're known for their prowess in uh, analyzing the oil and gas and petroleum industries. Mm-hmm. And one of their guys said that uh, OPEC is over. 60 to $64 is going to be the new norm per barrel because below that, fifty, when you get below $60 a barrel – Which is where we're at now, by the way. Right now, we are at 49, I believe. Okay. Uh, Somewhere in that range. He said uh, 50% of American producers will go under. Okay. And this is one of those things people don't seem to get. Okay. Uh, Although prices have rallied in recent months, this, this this line really got to me. They remain well below the $100 level crude had enjoyed before the route, had enjoyed for them. They enjoyed it. America's American oil produced in America is mm-hmm. the most expensive in the world. It costs, in America, at least $60 to produce a barrel of oil just to get crude out. Forget refining it. Mm-hmm. Just to get it out of the ground, however they do it, through shale, through tar sands, through standard drilling, through offshore drilling. If you take... All of the oil produced in North America, which includes the Gulf, offshore production, here in America, Canada, Alaska. The average cost to produce mm. a barrel of oil is about $63, and it generally ranges in just in, in the United States. Forget Canada mm. and the United States. Not Alaska, not the Gulf. Okay, Just in the United States, contiguous, the 48 contiguous states on land, average between $75 and $100 to produce a barrel of oil. In Saudi Arabia... <laughs> it costs between 16 and 20. And in Russia, where they can't find fucking two hands in a, you know, technology with a fucking, you know, mm-hmm. flashlight, they go looking for it with, with everything. It costs between 20 and $25 to, to produce a barrel of oil. If you want cheap gas, stop producing it. Yeah, stop drilling here in America. And the thing is, is that now OPEC just finished their uh, annual. Meeting and they mm-hmm. could or, or biannual meeting. I think you do it every two years. I could be wrong on that, but but they couldn't come to an agreement. They they can't stop people from producing as much oil as is humanly possible. Which is what's happening. Did people are just you know? I'll, here's one that almost nobody knows. Do you know what country has the largest known untapped oil reserves in the world? Canada. Wrong. No. Nope. You're gonna love this one. You ready? Right, ready? This one is this one is a classic. Venezuela. Okay. Yeah. They have more untapped oil that is absolutely known to exist. Mm -hmm. Forget about, gee, I wonder if there's oil up here. I wonder if there's. They know that that oil is there. Mm -hmm. And it belongs to them. They just have to get it out of the ground. Yeah. They have more than anybody. Nobody thinks about that. Not more than Saudi Arabia. Venezuela. So, you know, get on the ball with that. And there was a major oil train derailment in Oregon. Very recently, four cars tipped over, started a fire, and, of course, the oil went into a series of rivers and streams, so it's being Mm. uh, flowing down. But, of course, once the chemicals are taken out of it, it's going to sink to the bottom and kill the water because the, the oil they're extracting out of the tar sands isn't like standard West Texas Intermediate crude. It's much thicker. It's much heavier, so it doesn't float. So when you have a disaster that takes place in in water, you can't skim it. They don't know how to get this shit out. There's one in, uh, uh, where's it, Michigan, in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, the home of Kellogg's. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they can't get the oil still there, and it literally kills everything. It sinks to the bottom, so no plant life can exist. Therefore, no oxygen exists. Therefore, no fish exists. Therefore, it's dead. The water, yeah. the, this water thing is dead. It's just dead. So that's the shit that caught my eye this week. There's a lot of stuff. We keep the groove going, though. I've got a whole bunch of cool shit here, including a set that starts with the fuzz Tones and ends with Question Mark and the Mysterians covering a fuzz Tones song. We keep the groove going. The fuzz Tones gotta get some on the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. Wow. gotta
4: get some. Yeah, baby Sitting in a class Waiting for a time To pass away My eyes are a girl Getting mad at the world And when I'm out for the day I meet a chick on the way I'm certain If your feet come and with me When I get too close And the fear comes over me You gotta get some
7: words with you two. And we'll be having more than that with you, Marshal. No need to make the cafe messy with folks. I've got a warrant sworn out for your arrest for assaulting Baxter's men. And we got a warrant sworn for attempted murder for them that tried to kill the boy who's laying over there at the docks trying to stay alive. Swore out another one for them that murdered the big fellow you had in your cell. Only ours ain't written by no tin star bought and paid for, Marshal. It's written by us we aim to enforce it. Is that so? You got no quarrel with none of you folks. Baxter's men bushwhacked our friend friends, shot him dead, shot a 16-year-old boy too, and clubbed him so hard, he might not live. Tried to take our cattle. Your marshal here ain't gonna do nothing about it. You don't like free grazers in this town, We don't much like being here, but a man's got a right to protect his property and his life, and we ain't letting no rancher or his lawman take either. We got no intention of harming bystanders.
4: Tell me.
2: want me to make you feel you never show me how
6: you want me to feel
2: Question Marking a Mysterians. Action Speaks Louder Than Words. That is a composition done by a couple of guys I know, Jordan Tarlow and Rudy Petrudi, It was originally done by the Fuzzstones, and that is from an album uh, called In Fuzz We Trust. And, you know, I was friends with the Tones. I'm in mean, their first video, the first video they ever did for Award 81, which is a whole other story. In that was a bit of a weird time in my life. Um, and... Those guys when they first got together, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, there's just a bar band, they're never gonna make it, and literally the Fuzz Tones were one of the bands, the Fuzz Tones, the Flash Tones, Chesterfield Kings at three o'clock. These bands really spawned that entire uh rebirth of the you know, mid sixties garage psychopunk that had been like compiled by Lenny Kay and like Nuggets. And then there were a whole series of other albums like uh, Pebbles and Boulders and Chocolate Soup for Diabetics where they put these one-hit bands in there, you know, the psychotic, you know, the Count Five and blah, blah, blah. And so this album has a whole bunch of the, the original bands covering Fuzz Tone songs as like an ode to saying, you know what, you did get it right. And the band's that do songs on uh, in Fuzz We Trust include The Shadows of Night, Vanilla Fudge, The Strawberry Alarm Clock, The Pretty Things, Question Mark and the Mysterious. These aren't fucking fly by These guys are like, you know, the, the founders, the building blocks of that that particular genre of music, and they came back and said, hey, we're going to put together a music, we're going to cover all your songs. So, an absolute must-own, if you're into the rebirth 80s stuff, as you know I am, I mean, those guys were very good friends of mine, and I was at... I don't know. A lot of shows. I was at a, I went to a lot of Funstone shows in my day. Before that, one of the greats, no longer with us, unfortunately, Alan Toussaint, Last Train. That is from a phenomenal record uh, called Southern Nights, which came out in the 70s. Alan Toussaint, of course, one of the great New Orleans jazz uh, soul funk musicians. He's revered by everyone. Before that, the Yardbirds Train kept it rolling. Yeah, I did it. The original version, the mono. I did yeah. the mono version. Yeah. I don't fuck around with this remastered. I want it. I want it remastered in mono. Okay, that's what yeah. I want. I want the original version. Just, I just you know again. Reman- okay. I don't need you to try and figure out what it, how it would have been had they had you know more than four tracks to slide as opposed mm-hmm. to today when they have forty eight tracks to slide. Fantastic version. There's tying on that a little bit later on for that. Yeah, one of the two clips I've got from Open Range, one of my favorite westerns. Uh, Robert Duvall. If you're a Robert Duvall fan, you have to see this movie, Open Range. It's just, it everything about it is good. There's They they did everything in this movie completely right. A dynamite movie. I got another clip coming up later. before that. Rod Stewart, I'm Losing You. That, of course, uh, originally a Temptations song. Um, you know me, I'm a huge Temptations fan. If you're not, then I'm probably not really good friends with you. If you're not a big Temptations fan, then I might be acquainted with you. But I find it hard to believe I'm a really good friend of yours because... How can you not like The Temptations? I don't know. I don't know. wouldn't understand it. That. So that's I'm losing you. We did that with the faces. So you get the two Ronnies there, Lane and uh, Woods. The, uh, tell- I was talking to you. I was like, hey, yeah, there's a television show called The Two Ronnies. It used to be on in England. Uh, a friend of mine, Vonda, in New York, um, Vonda Jameson, just uh, uh, ran into a bunch of guys from The Temptations. Um, and she got a picture of them. So I thought the timing on that was good. I actually met um Eddie Kendricks and David uh David Ruffin at the same time at uh, the original China Club in New York which used to be below the beak and that was that was pretty cool. Before that, Diplomats of Solid Sound featuring the Diplomats. That is hurt me so. Okay, that is the lack of Afro remix and I'll tell you something. I remember when the Iowa caucuses were happening, and I said there was, I had finally found something good from Iowa, and it was the band Radio Moscow. Guess okay. what? Guess where these guys are from? Yep, found something else. Moscow, I, no, <laughs> Iowa, baby. Those guys are from Iowa. So we now have two things from Iowa that we like, even in an election year, and kicking it off, the fuzz Tones got to get some from their classic album, Lysergic Emanations, came out in '85. We were all over that. I have that album completely committed to memory, every note, every nuance. Okay, so here we go. You ready? You want, you ready? I'm ready. You ready to trump it up, baby? Yep, I scratch okay. my butt. So I already... just want to say that the one of the things, I, I only wrote down a few things here, <clears throat> So because I figured we'd just freestyle this.
1: I, I only got a thing or two. You only got a also. thing or two. Yeah, but I what I...
2: occurred to me was I w- was thinking about the debates, the, the mm-hmm. Republican debates, when there was a whole bunch of people there, and all I could think of was the John Lovitz skit from SNL when uh Bush and Dukakis were running against each other and Bush said, you know whoever was playing Bush in the SNL skit said something completely ridiculous mm-hmm. and the moderator goes to John Lovitz was playing Michael Dukakis and goes, "Well, do you have any response?" and he goes, "I can't believe I'm losing to this guy." <laughs> that that was yeah. I really thought that somebody would get on stage and go, "I can't believe this guy's beating me. Have you yeah. have, have all of you lost your minds?" Yeah. As, Except that he's
1: not beating anyone. In well,
2: polls, right. Well, he was yeah, but back Excellent. then he was.
1: No, I'm, I'm talking about Trump now. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> back then. Well, right. Now. Who now he's he just is. now. Now what he's doing is is he's what he's doing? Is he's beating himself off. It's, this is the longest exercise in, in public self-masturbation I've ever seen. Sure. And I I, I don't get it. he basically, in my opinion. He's the Stratton Oakmont. He's like the guy who invented Stratton Oakmont, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street. Same Mm -hmm. thing. I was going to put a fresh new paint on it. And this past week, he just couldn't help himself. And it's the surest sign that Donald Trump does not give a shit about you. He cares about himself because this entire thing about this judge who was born in Indiana but is of Mexican... I I really
1: wish... It's very unfortunate. It's very sad that, that the judge has any ethnicity whatsoever. I call them genericans, the Americans that like to pretend that they don't have an ethnicity, yeah. that they didn't come from somewhere else. They just sprang up out of Appalachian clay. Now, unless uh, you've always been here, you know.
2: Unless you're you're, you know, unless
1: and, right. you're Cherokee baby. Mm-hmm. In any event, I wish it had been a generican because the the bottom line is cuz cuz now the 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 Trump supporter, the toothless Klansmen that are the Trump supporters you know, we'll, we'll echo anything that he says, no matter how many times he reverses himself or no matter how much nonsense it is, because now it's like, oh, yeah, that beaner's got it in for him. And instead of instead of looking at the fact that you had a fake college, how do we know that it was a fake it's a college? Sc- it's not even a fake college. You know what it is? It's
2: a phone scam. That's all of take it from no, me. No. I know phone scams. There are
1: phone scams. There are phone scams. But this particular phone scam had to do with selling a fake college. And how do we know that it was a fake college? Because it wasn't a college at all. Not even Not a and, university. And, 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 university. Yeah, it wasn't a university. It wasn't a university. But he called it Trump University. All right. It's very simple. It was like it's like somebody uh, sells you, you know, a car. It says, "I'm going to sell you a car. I'm going to sell sell you a Chevy Caprice or something like that." Gives you a and bicycle. The, yeah. And they give you and they give you nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. Not a bicycle. Nothing. All right. It's not a university. It's not a university at all. But they sold it. He called it a university and sold it as a university. This this isn't uh, Oh, I would have had it dismissed if it was a simple this is this is such obvious bullshit to anyone with two IQ points. It just takes two I'm gonna tell
2: you something though. This is perfect for Donald Trump. And the reason is is because it completely distracts us from the fact that there's no there there. When it comes to policy with this guy, there's nothing there. His entire raison d'être through this, through this, you know, pitiful exercise of running for president, which mm-hmm. is a sham. It's a MacGuffin, Okay, He doesn't want to win. He, I'm going to say more, it again. He, he's as surprised as anyone that it's gotten this. Far. Right. I'm going to say it again. Donald mm-hmm. Trump's fantasy outcome is for him to run for president, mm-hmm. lose in a close election to Hillary Clinton, which will give him mm-hmm. four. Well, let's call it what it is. Eight more years of being able to rally the toothless Klansmen that are his supporters for the next you know, eight years, and a, a she publicity does, stunt that when she th- cures cancer, left. they're going to yeah. be like, you know what? Look at Hillary Clinton. She's just got it in for the health and you know for the, for the health insurance industry.
1: She's you know she's she's horrible. I hate her, and uh, you know that. But that's another subject. But the Trump thing, you know,
2: know, as bad as she is, and and there's a whole bunch of shit about her. She's on the take. That's why I hate her. But they're all on the take. Well, not all of them. Bernie, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. As much as I like Bernie, there's no way you can be a senator and not be on the take at some point. Can't be done. I, 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 I don't believe you. Yeah. Can't I be don't done. believe you. I can't as be a matter of fact, I can
1: Look guarantee that every that's member how. of Congress
2: people, is a criminal. People and
1: I can't believe that. Can't people be are done. using it. People are using it as a point against them. How does somebody spend thirty years in politics and they only got five hundred thousand dollars to go, Yeah, because that's what an all in his politician winds up with when they don't take graft. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. There there
1: you go. That's how you know that he hasn't been taking any graft. Look at his bank account. Look at his suit. Look at his car. Look at the fact that he's still elected. He's still sitting there. Because he did a good job. I know. Hey, please. I'm as cynical as anyone, but there has to be. Just if the law of averages exists at all in the history of America, one honest politician since Kennedy – one since Kennedy. What makes you think uh, Kennedy uh, was honest? Uh, no, nothing. How about one honest politician since, since Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. All right. How about what makes that? Makes you think he was honest? <clears throat> I don't know. He had honest that beard. Honest he, Abe. Because they called him Honest because Abe. he split rails.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well done. Hey, well, okay. I like that. how bad. can you that how can welcome. you
1: call someone dishonest? Who they called the rail splitter?
2: <laughs> right. I'm not even. You right? know what? We're just going to move right on past that. We're going to scurry it right past. But
1: I it. wanted. But the Trump thing that I wanted to say real quick because now it's not funny anymore. Oh, I think for hilarious. years, for years, those of us who don't belong to the clan have pretended that there's a distinction. A distinction between KKK members and Republicans. We humored our friends and family members by pretending that there's a distinction because we don't see one and never have all right if you're a republican you're in, you're in the kkk and the rest of us who are not either one of those two things don't see a difference okay it's just really a matter of what kind of a outfit you wear or whether or not or whether or not you're brave enough to wear your bigotry on your armband on your well, sleeve that's what Trump literally. is doing he's, he's giving a so license to So do now that. so now like you know with Bush and all the other ones and so now we humored you by by pretending that you really believed the trickle down aka supply side economics works we pretended that you really believed that horse shit which is mathematically wrong it's wrong in theory and practice it's wrong on paper and it's wrong in reality it's, it's wrong also never worked it's never ever worked so so we're we're pretending that you're so stupid that you believe in trickle down economics and that's why you vote Republican but really we all know over here those of us who are not members of the KKK we know that the only reason that you're a Republican is because you hate black folks and beaners alright we know that we know that but now it's obvious Trump is just like oh, all right, we don't have to pretend anymore. It's the same thing. Yes, we do not to pretend anymore. So now, ignorant. so now, I really don't know what to say when I run into my friend and family members because now it's just right there on the table. Trump has actually walked out to the podium wearing a pointy white KKK hat, a a, a swastika armband, and. Uh, You know, singing Deutschland uber alles. I hate beaners. I hate fags. I hate Muslims. And everybody's right. So now there's no pretense anymore. You're not even pretending anymore. How do you expect me to pretend that you're not a member of the KKK as a Republican? There's no distinction. I can't maintain the charade that we have been maintaining this whole while. Well, How do I do it, Tony? Well, you know
2: how the – you know what? I don't know how you do it, but I know how people are trying to get you to do it. And basically it's the false equivalency – dilemma that we run into. There was an interesting article that was posted by somebody that I took a quick gander at. I'm going to full throttle it uh, mm-hmm. later on this week to get the, um, you know, to, as opposed to just getting the McNuggets of it. I'm going to get the full meal. But um, be, that really is the problem. You know, and it's been pointed out by a lot of people, you know, when 100 Republicans do something and one Democrat does it, that seems to be that that's what Republicans need in order to say, well, it's not so bad. You did it. And it's like, well, a hundred of you did it. We got one guy who did it. So you're the rule. You guys have the rule, and we have the exception to the rule mm-hmm. from from our point of view. We have our exception, whereas for you, it's, it is the rule. It is a false equivalency that gets set up. So what's going to happen now with this Trump University thing mm-hmm. Okay, is that's a scam. And so, of course, what, well, what, 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 Everything what, he does. what Trump supporters are going to do is they're not going to deal with that. That's not the issue. When you bring it up, that won't be the issue they address. What they will address, and they will attempt to address, is Hillary Clinton.
3: Mm.
2: Well, what about when? Hillary, it's always well. What about when? Yeah. That's how every right. sentence starts. Yeah. In defense, I crazy. I, I
1: know that I'm going. That my candidate is um, is
2: Satan. But what about yours? Yes. And it's funny because this weekend, um, listening to the Republican. Establishment, and that's the that's the other thing. It's Trump has basically made it so that when people who did who, even though they're wrong most of the time, but haven't gone completely bonkers, mm-hmm. chastise something he says, he can turn around and go regular establishment. Yeah, they're, they're, fine. they're Oh well, they on the inside. Everything
1: is something. The media hates me. Uh, the judge, it's because he's a beaner. Uh, and if he was did a Muslim,
2: see dude, shit that he and, wrote about and, uh, wrote about uh, what's his name, Stephen Hawking.
1: Oh my! Stephen Hawking. Well, because Stephen Hawking, uh, you know, blasted him. Yeah, Stephen Hawking uh, condemned him. Like every,
2: like any, every normal, like person any person is. with an IQ over a hundred. You're 50. being way too generous. <laughs> I like You can drop a zero. I can drop. I, you know, I'm mystified. I'm mystified by this, and it, all the people. What I've seen happening is that otherwise rational people who were Republicans are so. Uh, Flummoxed by this, but what the, what they're doing is they're not calling themselves Republicans anymore. Well, right. they're they're
1: they're not they're independents, and and, and, he, and that's another thing to yeah. all, all of my All of my clans. Just so we're
2: clear about this, you know what libertarians are? Okay, they're not freedom loving individuals. They're assholes that can't don't know how to get along with their fucking neighbors. That's what libertarians are. Uh,
1: the, libert- uh, the
2: Republicans that like to smoke weed. Um. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> but they don't know how to get along with their neighbors. That's what libertarians are. I believe in complete freedom. Fuck you, man. You want to do sludge to on your my- property and have it rolled down into mine. You can't tell me that you did it on your property. It's affecting me. When you do something and it affects me in any way, if you want to smoke pot at home yeah. and then get into a car and drive out on a road that my tax dollars help pay for, you're affecting me. So I don't want to hear about how you have the right to do that. If you have the right to do it, as long as you don't leave your fucking property. Then you got the right to do it. So grow your own food and shut the fuck up.
1: Why do you hate America, Kami? Yeah, so that's me. One, one I, more I thing do, for, I my, hate. for my Klansmen, hatred. for my clansmen, for my clans friends, What people are doing to it? My clan family members, my clan friends who are pretending that there's a distinction between being a Republican and being in the Klan these days, which there isn't. <laughs> uh, so many Republican politicians, so many Republican statesmen. Are refusing to endorse this man. Yeah, the 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 leader, the, of, the, same the head of his campaign bills, the campaign, bill, the, the the word youth reasonably. leader, the youth leader of the Young Republicans, said, "I nah, can't. She's a she's a girl and she's a Christian. Gee, a Republican." And she said, "I can't. I've been raised all my life that this is the party of classy people, of family values, of of class. Fuck and family, that's their and family and this, values. This is her talking. Fuck. This is her talking. I want to agree with this young lady because at least she, up until this point." Was was in the party that she thought represented her values, which is exactly what she said. I, th- I was in the party that I thought represented my values, which was based on, you know, Christianity and wholesome family fun and Wonder Bread and apple pie and being clean and ha- not having a potty mouth and not being a full, and all this stuff. And this man represents the opposite of everything that I have been told that my party represents. And so she's out. So, yeah, so, it's so not many Republicans voting for him. So many it's not Republicans not stop him from voting who, against
2: who the Democrats. That let you me, you, let me you may very well be
1: right about that.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All of these people, they chastise till the cows oh. come home, but their yeah. unwarranted hatred for Hillary Clinton, Which I don't understand because she's drives under she drives them. It's like she's it's one like of yours. It's like, my brother. She's seriously. Oligarchy. This is like our Eddie Arcaro going to the whip every, for the last ten furlongs. Every man. every right
1: wing person, friend, and family member of mine that I have on Facebook, when they post an anti-Hillary meme, I I write, "Yeah, but she's one of yours." She's the oligarchy. She's yeah. bought and sold by the banks. She represents international banks. She represents Goldman Sachs. She represents the for-profit prisons. She represents the pharmaceutical industry. She's you guys ever She's wanted.
2: there. She's their boy. Yeah. I don't under... This is the thing that I don't get. And this is where... I what don't I- they like about her? It's, She's a woman? It's got nothing to do with that. This has to do with ideological intransigence. Uh, it has to do with not being... Not feeling like it... It's basically, you know... Putting your tail between your legs and saying I was wrong—they can't do it. These are the people who don't know how to ask directions when they're lost. Okay, when I don't know how to go someplace, I stop at a gas station and fucking ask. All right, that's what I do. Ah, oh, there he goes. That was the line. That was the line. From, when I get uh, lost, <laughs> this is how. This is how we finish this one off because it's so much fun. See. What do you say? He's like, I've got the black guy. I've got my black guy right here. Is that how it is?
1: I you always keep, a negro, always keep drawer, a negro in the drawer. In the drawer just in one case. Negro
2: and one Blanco. Actually, right?
1: I got a couple of Negroes in here. It was good to have a Do you a have spare. any
2: Blancos in here, too? Just... You no know Blancos. I'm the Blanco. You're the Blanco with the Negroes? Right. Yeah. Sometimes I sometimes I flank myself. <laughs> and they're tasty. We're going to have to are. take they're a picture. Pi- I think we need to take a picture of that and post it today with you well, with the Negroes. Because if he's got one. We yeah. all should have one. We uh,
1: uh, we, um, we keep them around the station over here. We got, uh, you know, EEOP compliance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on that note, baby, let's comply with the groove. We keep it going. One of my favorites is Dave Edmonds. Get out of Denver on the groove on soulflowradio.com. I still remember Rivers Autumn and the groove shining.
4: Was you win 120, and over, and half all the matters, no one was traveling further. All our fossil raising and the spinning wheels were turning, turning. And my beauty, sadly, brother, brother, she was burning, burning. A funky Baptist preaching, Southern funky school teacher. She had to land on something heavy, but we couldn't reach her. We told her that we needed something that would keep us going. She put out all she had and it
7: To run when you had the chance, Spearman. Not much for running from cowards. I see the Marshal ain't with you. You won't find it so funny when you're all shot to hell and dying. You the one killed our friend? That's
4: right. I shot the boy too, and I enjoyed it. I <laughs>
8: expressed by alternate microwave frequencies, directly inorganic, operating logically, new development, separate accumulating, ambiguous thoughts, admitting parts, specified. particular words, volunteer agitating, ears of parasites, respond, duplicating, attempting lyricists, recognize competition in ultimate reality, the general speaker, corporal cool key, leaving specimens frozen, near zero degrees, by controlling every germ, a spray disinfected with tranquilized brains, and stun
9: Whip. Ultra.
2: George Michael there doing Hard Day from the album Yeah, he very generously named after my mother. I thought that was very nice of him from Faith. That is his first solo album. Hey, in case you didn't know it, he plays every instrument on that song, okay? George Michael, you know, that was his first solo album after he kicked Andy Ridgely to the curb. You know, hey, give Andy Ridgeley credit. The guy was there for Wham! Made a bazillion yeah. dollars. You never heard from him again. And thank God. Yeah. I, I saw
1: him in an interview. They <laughs> George Michael, hey, who writes the song? It's George. And it oh, user. yeah. Who plays all George. Who plays, plays all the George. George. It's it's George. Milli-
2: what, do do? what do you do? the Millie Vanilla part. I'm George's friend.
4: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a fantastic album from start to finish that album. Faith, absolutely a dynamite album. Before that, Desmond Decker and the Aces. U-N-I-T-Y is a unity that is from 1968 release Action, which was, I believe, I'm not sure if that was his first or second release when uh, with the Aces, uh, Desmond Decker and the Aces. Before that, ultra magnetic MCs, ego trip, and the, of course the original 12 inch extended play version that was going into clubs. Those guys from the Bronx, that's from 86. Old school, baby. Yeah, before that open range clip three, you the man who killed our friend? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get the job done. done. you know. Every time I watch these movies, these James Bond movies, it's like, just shoot him in the fucking head, man. Why you got to yeah. wait around? What's... No, 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 no. I can't shoot him in the head. I have to talk him movie. off something. I have to come up with an elaborate way for him to die. That's right. Dog. That's too easy. Yeah. This is what I liked about this. There's no, nothing elaborate about that. Before that, a brand new song from the Claypool Lennon Delirium. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a brand new band that came out. Dave got this song is called Mister right, Wright W R I G H T. It's from their new CD called Monolith of Phobos. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't know, well, first things first, the Monolith of Phobos. Phobos they're talking about is the moon, yeah, on Mars. So you've got the the two moons on Mars are named after Phobos and and uh, and uh, Demos. So okay. that's uh, fear and terror, I believe. Ooh. Is it fear and terror? Uh, I don't know. i, I Dutch, gotta go look it up. They were the ones that pulled it. in Greek mythology. They pulled the chariot for eros. Oh, okay, for or for, uh, for Apollo um, for Ares. Excuse me, oh, 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 for oh. Ares in, in Homer's for yeah. those for those of us that were punished. It's been a long time by Homer's Iliad. Oh, I loved it. I read it twice. <laughs> yeah, I read War and Peace twice too. It took me three lifetimes <laughs> to do it. Not exactly a beach read. Homer, Homer, not exactly known as a leisure book. No In any he, event there on the on Phobos on the uh, moon, which is it's the i don't know there's there's two moons, and on that one mm-hmm. there is actually a monolith on there it, a monolith is described as a, is a uh, it's a solid rock yeah, and if you've seen two thousand and one mm-hmm. and then two thousand and ten they have the monolith right on that, so they've got the monolith of Phobos this is uh this is one of those albums. i listened to a bunch of tracks. I've got a bunch of tracks from it already. And um, it's Claypool doing what Claypool does, which is be brilliant and kind of weird same time to the point where sometimes, you know, he does great stuff. I've played lots of Claypool, you know, bands on here before. I mean, he's been in, I don't know how many different bands now. I'm sure the list has got to be at least 15, you know. There's a there's a whole bunch of Bernie's. Is it uh, Bernie's Bucket of Claypool, whatever? You know, Lones. with Bernie Worrell and Les Claypool and all that stuff. That's, that's some interesting stuff. Kicking off the, that particular set, Get Out of Denver, the originally, of course, by Bob Seger, but my favorite version right there by Dave Evans. There's another great version of that song done by uh, Blues Traveler, uh, which is uh, played over the closing credits of uh fantastic movie, uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. I've played cuts from that before. Boat drinks. Boat drinks. So if you're into that, get into it. Dave Edmonds. Big Dave Edmonds fan. I love Stiff. I love Dave Edmonds and Nick Lowe and all those guys, all the original Stiff guys who come out with some fabulous stuff. There's actually some really cool Dave Edmonds, Nick Lowe stuff that I was listening to the other day where they were doing some... uh, some old Elvis Presley songs and Chuck Berry songs, and they had done them kind of acoustically in the studio, and they weren't going to release them, and then they came out with, you know, they they did what what these bands always do, which is come out with the, the CD retrospective. So mm-hmm. they don't have to record anything new, and then they just get some of the stuff that they didn't include before, and go, hey, maybe they'll like this, and they throw it in, and as it turns out, it's actually pretty good stuff. So time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, that's right. It's precision auto works in Pompano Beach, Florida. Nine five four two four seven nine three six two 9362 Bumper two bumper coverage. Dave just a, you know, he had he's got he's always got the Chevelle in there. He has the fifty-five nomad in there. He's got the seventy he had the 79 Trans Am in there that was just balls to the wall. You know that that big hood scoop, with that six point six liter engine, but it only had like two hundred and some odd horsepower, or some ridiculous thing like that. So just the other day, he posted a picture of an Acura that he had fixed. He's like, "Hey guys, I don't just do muscle cars, mm. right? I do regular." He works on my He used to be the head of of the service department for Honda Palm Beach. So okay. I'm lucky enough to have a Honda, you know, and I love it. My little four cylinder mm-hmm. with the IV Tech engine. Mm. Ah, ah, I love my car. My mother who no longer needs your car. I was like, well, I could trade you if you like mine so much. I was like, I love your car. The problem is mine gets 50% better gas mileage, 50%. I get literally 50% better gas mileage than my mom's VW Tiguan. So I was like, yeah, and don't get me wrong, Tiguan's fun to drive. That shit's like a bad out of hell, man. You know, all those turbocharged things. thingies. It's got all the neat stuff, but I love my little Honda. And Dave, Tracy, the entire SAE certified crew, over at Precision Auto Works, they keep it running like a... Like, just... <clears throat> out on the highway, There, you know, merging, no problem. I love it. In any event, 954-247-9362. Bigger place now. He's gotten so good, he's become so popular, that he needed a bigger place. So he got himself a bigger place. So for Atlantic in 95. It's nice, easy place to go into. Plenty of parking. Big, open, air-conditioned space. And, as I've said before... Don't can't find the part for your car. Got it got a car and there's you know, it's a bit older and having problems finding a part, have no fear. Because if you think that part doesn't exist, Dave's mentality is it doesn't exist yet. Ah, it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Give him a week, he'll tool and die it for you. This guy, if it's an angstrom unit off, he's remaking it. He won't settle for that. He's he's anal retentive about stuff like that in the best of all possible ways. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, of course, don't forget, there is a discount if you go. Go to the SoFloradio.com website. Click on the box that says Tony C SoFlow Groovathon, and you will see every song I've ever played, listed above each and every show, all available for free download at any time. And at the very top of that list is the most poorly worded description of a radio show in the history of descriptions of radio shows. And... We could do worse. <laughs> really? I challenge, I'm challenge. i going to challenge that right now. I'm challenging yeah. that. There's also a link for Precision Auto Word. Click on that. It'll take you right there. Tell you everything they do, which is everything. And as I've said before, it is the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what that means? Hell yeah. Going to get your RPMs up, baby. Time for the drive groove. We're going to kick it off with little Jake E. Lee on the Groovadon on SoFloRadio.com.
0: In line to get a view And that was hitting on you Well, let me hear you sing it Baby, sing the beautiful blues Since you were a babe You've having sex Think of all the money These crazy men spent on you I guess I'm one of them too Well, let me hear you sing it Baby, sing the beautiful blues Since you were babe you were You've been tired of being idolized. He's got you searching for a man with that kind of guy. What are you gonna be when you get old? Gonna need somebody to have a hold on to. I guess I'm one of them, too. Well, had me sing it, baby, sing the beautiful blues. a man been on you I guess I'm one of them too Well let me hear you sing it Baby sing the beautiful Let me hear you sing it Baby sing the beautiful Let me hear you sing it Baby sing the beautiful blues
2: is the American Led Zeppelin. Thank you. <laughs> Cactus, one way or another, that is from a uh, collection that got put out called Cactology. And they had a whole bunch of albums. It's uh, Tim Bogart and uh, Carmine Apsey from Beck Bogart, you know, Vanilla Fudge, the Vanilla Fudge crew. So they're on that. And uh, the first song I played, I'll be talking about that in a second. There's a tie-in with that. And there's a tie-in with the very last song because... I'm playing Jeff Beck to finish things off. So ah, I said I was going to do Beck, Bogart, ah, and Apsey, but all not at the same man, time. Madness to your method. There is madness to my method. Before that, screaming, baby, Jeff Healy puts you on the other foot. That is from a new release that came out of uh, some of the tracks that – some different versions of tracks. uh just came out called Heal My Soul, and he certainly does that. Before that, Prince, Prectrum Electrum. That is uh, basically – one of my favorite Prince CDs. And there's a bunch of versions of that. And this one I'm very grateful that I got a hold of. Thank you to Tammy Faye for posting this one. So I went out and went and quest But that is uh, the, the thing that he did with uh, the all-girl band called Third Eye Girl. Uh, that's the name of the band. And, you know, it's, it's great stuff. Mm. Um, really, he got interesting on that one. So I stuck him in the uh, in a drive group. A little bit of shredding on that. Instrumental. I liked that before that Shredder, one of my favorites. I've played him before. I'll play him again. Brian Setzer. That's beautiful blues done live. There's a uh, version of that that was done by the Stray Cats. Uh, I can't remember which album it was on. And then over the years, he has managed, you know, he has sat down and done. And the beauty of Brian Setzer, one man and a guitar. Okay. Sitting down and playing. He's he's incredible. I did uh, Mystery Train. By him that he did on that Canadian show. It's, I, to my favorite version of the song, is the version that he does right there. And kicking off the set, Jake E. Lee doing "Evil" from an album called "Retraced." And the key to that is is that "Evil," the original rock and roll version of that song, the way he did it, was recorded by the band Cactus. Oh, and and oh, well, that's not the only tie-in because on Jake E. Lee's c d Tim Bogart from cactus and Beck Bogart and mm. on that now that song was originally it was uh done by Howlin' wolf uh did the original version of it uh, it was actually written by um Willie Dixon thank you yes and uh Tim Bogart, you know from vanilla fudge and he went on to being Bobby in the midnights and all that and the other person uh that plays on that with Jackie Lee is Ainsley Dunbar, who's played drums for. I don't know, every, you know, Zappa, Journey, uh, to the, I don't know, but I wrote some of these down. Oh, he played for Bowie. Oh, Played okay. with Bowie. Uh, Whitesnake. Uh, there's no reason why I would want to know that or could give a shit now that I think about it. <laughs> but there you go. These guys have been around. It's great. Great rock and roll right there. Jake E. Lee. The album is retraced. I highly recommend it. If you're into guitar... A must-own. Absolutely fantastic album. It's basically all songs that he's done before and songs that have been done before. And they, they put them together, and they brought in these musicians, Ainsley Dunbar and Tim Bower, and people like that. And they just kick it out. They really do bit slap you with rock and roll on that one. Hey, guess what? What? Yeah, we're done. we baby. done? We are done. Whoop. I'm going to come back in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again because I'm going to try and do it just a teeny bit better. And in keeping with my I Can Do Beck Bogart and Apathy. But not all at the same time. The finishing song today. I don't know how I didn't get around to it. I have played stuff by Beck. Yeah. I played Beck Bogart and Apsy, I played Yardbirds. I played, you know, Beck, uh, Jeff Beck Group. I have played, you know, all those things. I haven't played any Jeff Beck. Just Jeff Beck. Okay. Well, we are today. From there and back, I'm going to be playing, start, finishing off the show with Star Cycle. Hey, mucho mahalo to everybody. Who turned in. I'm glad glad somebody liked the 12-tone Masters. Already got a little <laughs> note about the 12. I knew it. I told you. I told you before the show. I said, this is funny stuff. People are going to like this. Yeah, Excellent. If yeah. you're into music, okay, the appreciation for something like that. and Hopefully Gene's going to get me a copy of the, uh, the Christmas one, which is absolutely – it's even funnier. I swear to God, it's shorter and it's funnier because once they did the original, they're like, oh, well, now we can go to town. So they figured it out because there's a mistake in that. The guy stutters and they didn't redo it. He uh, makes a mistake during the recording of the commercial, the voiceover guy. Never understood why they didn't uh, fix that. You know, yeah, no, I it heard was, it. Right. It, was done ni- it was originally done in 1977. The laziness is why. Well, only also, I'm not sure. I think the editing stuff back then made it more difficult. Now it's so easy. To
1: Nevertheless, I edited on that difficult stuff. I know. You had to cut There's the tape. There's only one excuse. You literally had to cut There's the only tape. One, you had to cut the tape. Yeah.
2: You had to split. Yeah. You had to display and so
1: it. we did. I mean, it was set up for that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, laziness.
2: In any event, for both myself and the master Gramps Master Hubba friend. hubba. George uh, is over here. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget, I'll be doing it again in about two weeks. As always, it is aloha. And peace. Good night, Mom. (laughs)
0: Live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is
3: SoFloRadio.com.